welcome to another edition of Two Guys and a Bottle of or whatever you're having. What's happening? What's going on, you potheads? There we are. And don't forget, Dick and Cider. <laughs> you ever had Dick and Cider? You ever try that? No, I have not. I have oh, not. I, I, it's I not bad. To, I try to avoid those uh, crazy uh, alternate lifestyles that uh, so many people in the country start participating in so i know because you'll end up dead and <laughs> one way or another and, you know look at look at look at i mean numbers don't lie no no but check this out uh go for know, it i know you got a thing or two or whatever but uh this uh a thing or this, two it you know the, the talking about this uh crazy sex stuff whatever anybody whatever they're into there i seen a bottle um yesterday at the store and the you ever hear of the bartender? They're they're called the uh, bartenders um, something. They've been around since 1846, and they've been making liquors and perfecting things since 1846. No, now I'm not familiar with it. Now I was in the back uh, at at the store, you know, uh, eating a eating a ho ho, you know, whatever. I walked in, I was waiting for the line to go down and talk to my girlfriend. And There's no uh, way to talk about your girlfriend. I know, <laughs> eating a ho ho, <laughs> waiting. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I no, I mean, I don't know where I, to go with the story, but no, I mean, but, honestly, you know, a ho ho. Uh, but okay. anyway, yeah, no, but no, that's, anyway, it's your but story. It, go ahead. No, but it's funny. <laughs> so, and on the back shelf, they got these bottles and this this bartender thing, and I'm reading it and going through the whole thing and something like that. The name of the the bottle, uh, the the drink, the whole thing that's in this bottle is called, it's called Hot Sex. Well, yeah. I'm like, who puts hot sex for on a bottle for for a drink or in a bottle for that matter? Or in a bottle? It, it honestly, it's called hot sex. 1846. These guys have been around. It's the bartenders' guild or the bartenders' something or the bartenders' brewery or whatever they're called. They've been around since then, and they got a bottle now in 2020. It's called hot sex. It's ginger ginger ale. Um. Uh, like some kind of cinnamon, Bailey's uh, uh, made from cream of cream of cow, uh, something. It's cream a, of cow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know, for fourteen ninety five, I almost grabbed a bottle of it, and I was like, you know what, I, I, you know, I don't even know if I'm in the mood for hot sex. Had enough hot sex, didn't? Yeah, you I didn't know. It. Yeah, it wasn't even wasn't even on your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I didn't just even know if I was across in, it and went uh, in the mood for hot sex I think right I now. I want it tonight. Yeah, <laughs> a bottle of George Dickel sounded good too, you know, but you know. I'd, I'd pay the extra buck, you know, the extra 10 bucks for a bottle of George Dickel than I would for some hot sex. I'm just sorry. That's just me. That's just where I'm at right now. Well, how about some old Smokey? Because we might as well get get it right out of the way. Uh, we have to have a, a shot to, uh, I don't think there's anybody else to sponsor tonight. So we're going to get right back to uh, making sure that we get our friend Gary, Jerry, Larry, Terry's over here someday. Very. But uh, let's have a little old Smokey to join the join the show and get her started so to alcohol the cause of and solution to all, all of life's, life's problems. problems and if you listen very closely in my mic listen you can hear our, our shot glasses tinking yep. and who are we drinking to 
Cartman and Stan from and, and Homer Park. and Homer and oh yeah that's right Cartman Cartman and Stan both stopped by the studio tonight they and did. we are hoping that some point yet tonight we will see uh, we will see Kenny stop by Kenny Kenny may stop by and make a studio appearance I he, heard that the last so, time I we talk, I think he was in like Wisconsin or something yeah he's uh, I think well or actually in Pittsburgh recently he was down in Kentucky last weekend oh, did he make it to Kentucky yeah he was at Kenny. the Jim Beam Distillery and yeah he's been he's been everywhere man yeah 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 a couple weeks ago he was in pennsylvania made it over to uh wisconsin yep yeah he's, he's up he's, there for the riots getting drunk with he, the... he actually uh, he didn't stop in kenosha no he didn't but, make it um, there. yeah he, he passed he through was. there no he went up to i i believe it was uh north of there north of there so he uh yeah he's he's just been traveling well, traveling, the story so. the story will continue, and we will lead into that at another time when uh, we have been uh, we have been drinking, obviously, um, and that's what this show <laughs> is is basically about. It's called Two Guys and a Bottle of Two Guys and a Bottle of. So you never know what you're going to get into. So this show is going to be a little different. We're not going to lie to you. We we don't lie to you. We just bring it to you real, and we're just having a good time. <laughs> it's a Saturday night in Kimball, Tucky, and uh, you know we did some uh, what Old Smoky. I'm talking about old some smoky old yep. smoky uh watermelon old smoky watermelon yeah yep. for sure yeah and the old smoky I, I i like it as far as flavored whiskeys go it's um it's something kind of completely different because the flavored whiskeys usually i don't like them very much and um and the old smoky still has that whiskey flavor and no matter whether you have the uh Whatever, you know, with the watermelon or the salted caramel or um, we have yet to try the the jalapeno. What did... Uh, jalapeno. What was the new one Papa. that I heard last week? It was the jalapeno. I might pick it up. Something. I can but, get it, uh, I, I'll get it from the but, store. I'll pick but, some up. Yeah. There's, yeah. Uh, there's so a all few you listeners, them, but... Yeah. All you listeners out there, um, next week, go grab yourself a bottle of Old Smoky, the jalapeno, and uh, I'll make sure that we have a bottle here in the studio. To replenish uh, what we actually drink. let's save that for episode sixty. We can we're do all gonna we're all gonna have save that push that forward. All right. So now that they're listening, yep, yeah, uh, save that for episode sixty. Episode we'll go, sixty. We'll go live. We're all gonna go live and have a bottle of uh, all right. Well, oh, listen who to knows? this. We may we have a whole whole bottle, but listen but, to uh, this. Listen to this. I, I on air on air. I promise our listeners, I will eat a whole jalapeno live on t- uh, on oh. streaming whoa i'll eat a whole jalapeno Eating a jalapeno and drinking a jalapeno i will I'll all of it. it i'll do it all of it all at once i don't care there we go i've done it there we go <laughs> have i told i think i told you stay about the, tuned I, the story where i had uh the guy with if i ate a whole lime the guy was gonna uh pay my bar tab. oh yeah yeah and i chased him down yep yeah i was gonna yep. kill him yeah <laughs> Yeah, and he ran out on me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did tell that story. <laughs> yes, you did. That's a true story, man. I can't make that up. And uh, yeah, so, but I would. I'm not gonna eat a whole lime, right and all, but I will eat a whole uh, jalapeno, whole jalapeno, and do a shot of Old Smoky jalapeno with everybody. all at once. Episode I, sixty. Something tells me it's gonna be more than one shot, but I'm just I'm just making wild ass speculation. I'm just I saying mean, with our listeners. I mean, we're prepping them. We're getting them ready yep. for episode sixty, and you're gonna watch me eat a whole jalapeno. I promise you, <laughs> on on the live show until Facehooker kicks us off or whatever they do. Right now, right. I got a story about Facebook too, real quick. Yeah, and shoot uh, it out there. Check this out. Okay, so I'm I'm watching a thing um, from Messenger about the. Um, Francis C. Francis 
Scott Key, right? Yes. So, yeah, correct. Now, this isn't this is the Star Spangled Banner that you've never heard before or whatever. And they go into detail and they they drag it out for about 12 minutes. They and I'm not saying that they drag it out. It's just this is the story be, why he wrote the song. Okay. So, when the British had come over and they um they gave the ultimatum for uh they had captured, you know, the soon to be white um you know americans or whatever you didn't say white did you yeah but they were all white and they were down in in these ships that were sitting off the uh the uh the coast and were getting ready to bombard of uh, uh fort henry right yeah. okay yeah so yeah and well the british reneged on their deal and they said that they would let us all they would let them all go and which is a lie if the flag was still there by the dawn's early light right so they said they were well there was a change in plans and they said that that flag had still had to be standing when you know twilight had broke sure so the british unleashed their fury on fort on fort henry yeah mchenry mchenry, McHenry. yeah fort fort mchenry and those patriots had gone and keep putting that flag up and with their commands, and, and Francis C., uh, Key Scott was on the ship, on the British ships, watching this as his fellow patriots. Is that where he was? Because I always he wondered was, where he was, he was located. On, he was on the ship. Okay. Because he had gone out there because he was the um, uh, the go-between guy to, to make this deal between freeing all these, you know, captured you know, soon to be uh, American Americans prisoners. Yeah. Prisoners. They yeah. were prisoners. Yeah, right. for but sure. But soon to be American. But they were Americans, but they got captured. So anyway, he had wrote this song, and it was just if you listen to the lyrics, and a lot of people sing them, and they don't know the true meaning. So here's my point. So this is like a 12 minute um, uh, video of the Star Spangled Banner that we sing and do every day, and narrated by I don't know who, but the story behind it so when i went to post it i had some comments would you like to post this or would you like to write something about this on facebook and comment and i was like yes i would and i went da 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 and i'm not going to say what i said but whatever <laughs> and it wasn't bad it was nothing bad it was just like you know this is why the flag still f stands and this is why we don't speak another fucking language <gasps> right I, you're I'm sorry, saying, dude. I'm just right, listening to you. Right. But um, yeah. So cool. anyway, this is why we don't speak another language, or we don't have other, you know, systems of uh, government that are in power. The twilight had come, and the flag was crooked. And Francis Scott Key was there, and the commander of the British fleet, and you know, all the smoke was going on, and the ramparts, and the rocket thread glare, and the whole thing. You know, and I'm like visual. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. And I'm getting this visual of, you know, the Star Spangled Banner and why I wrote it, you know, narrated and something that I haven't heard before, you know, in a story. But they had reports that the British fleet had, had knocked that flag down over and over and over. And the Patriots had just keep putting that pole back up in the air because they knew. So Francis Scott Key is, you know, he's going back down to the prisoners of these British boats. Right. And they're all they're, they were praying, and all they could say was, 
is our flag still there? Is our flag still there? Is our flag still there? Sure. And he's going, yes, it's still there. That's a huge battle. Got knocked it down. But at the end of the end of the battle and all the other stuff, by the time that you know the ultimatum was up for the for this, was the flag was still there, but it was crooked. And why it was crooked is because there wasn't anybody left to hold the flag up. Oh my god. And why it was hanging is because and the only reason it was still there is because the bodies had piled up so ah. bad that it held the flag up. And that that right there was the epitome of a true American patriot that gave his life for this fucking country. And I'm getting goosebumps, my hair on my arms, <laughs> and I never heard that. So here's the thing. So when I went to go post this, Facebook goes, uh, you can post it, but you're going to do Facebook jail for 30 days if you post this because we have fact-checked this, and the facts inside of here have not been uh, our... our uh, no, you didn't. I was going to post it, and they were going to... Fa- Facebook. They were gonna- Facebook fact checked it and said that there we are not we are not participating in the uh, spread of disinformation, and I just listened to our patriotism, whole patriotism, and I'm going, are you serious right now? I'm going to post something that actually happened in this, and I just told you the story about this, this, and this, and this is a true story, and it's been fact checked, and you're going to say that I'm the one that's spreading disinformation because it's been fact checked through your fact checkers or whatever and if i post this then i'm going to go to facebook jail for 30 days and be scrubbed and uh whitewashed or whatever the hell you call Disinformation. it information i was so dude i was so mad when i that pop-up came man i about just you know when you see the hulk you know the hulk when he just rips tables apart right just, that's how angry i was about that i don't i understand i i completely understand it, it, that is i'm sorry I'm a patriot. I'm an American. Not much short of disgusting. And, but you know what? That's why we're still here, folks. And when you take knees, and the only knee that you should take is when you pray to God. <laughs> and I'm gonna let that one go. And I'm not. I still follow the same. And you call it a T-shirt slogan. You call it whatever you want to. I say. I say. I say. And I've said it more than once. I stand for the flag. And a kneel for the cross. There you go. And I, I believe it. And that's what it was. I believe it. I, it, it, it and I don't care if the cross is your, what, yeah, your, your forte. Your, I, I don't, I don't care what it is. I really don't care. But it, that's it, what this country. That, but that's what this country was based on. Yes. And, yeah. you know, absolutely. There, there, there's three thousand gods out there, and, you know, only one of you guys are going to be right. All right, and in the end, there's only one that's going to be right. Okay, yep. I mean, if, if that's the way that the whole thing, you know, or maybe not, we don't know that either. Out. We don't know. We that don't either. know that either. Right. I mean, it could if be. If religion was man-made to scare people into believing, you know, uh, we are the power, and we, you know, this is religion to scare people into, you know, this and that. Yep. You know the story, so I, I do. don't need to explain. No. And anybody that knows religion understands exactly what I'm saying. Sure. So, it was a scare tactic uh, made up by man, but you know what? There is some truth to it. I mean, whatever. But that's what this country was based on. So it was. You know what? That's cool. And it's not even that you have to believe in a, a Christian, the cross or whatever. But it you it, don't. It, it's a higher, at least a higher power. Something 
why we're here, why we exist, why we live, why we breathe, why the heart beats, why the mind thinks, um, all that stuff. And you know what? It's a pretty cool thing to be alive. So you guys want to sit there and waste it and burn it and argue and, you know, all this other crap about, you know, disagreeing and opinions and, you know, Black Lives Matter and, you know, going back to slavery or white privilege. I mean, I, I go on and on and on and on and on. You know, these things are just opinions and, you know, bias and uh, traits that have been taught and passed down. And you know what? Here's the thing, guys, girls, ladies, gentlemen, think for yourself. Make your own opinions. And what I want to announce that is very exciting to me, and I know I'm going off and I'm just talking or whatever, but I am very, very, very excited about the new Peter Joseph movie. Um, that is with the Zygast movement that I've talked about with the Zygast. He's yeah, putting, I, I missed that. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's putting he's he's got a new movie, and it is well anticipated over seven years that Peter Joseph um, has done anything with the movie, and this is a movement that to be reconciled with because we have all this technology, this intel, everything. There's no reason in the last 400 years, um, and they they. They've talked to college students and other other people, and uh, they all came back with the uh, same synopsis, is that we should have been more advanced than we are with our technology. Why are we still in these times? It is almost like we have not moved any forward with this planet or whatever spinning off its wheels in 400 years. And it's crazy that, you know, and I'm not talking socialism. I'm not talking this. I'm talking a, a one world all getting along. doesn't matter what color or what races. I mean, you guys watch Star Wars in 1979s. We got crazy aliens and this people and planets and this and this intergalactic planetary, you know, stuff going on. That would be a cool world for me to live in. You know what I mean? <laughs> if we could go to another planet and just visit and just hang out with some alien space dude, you know, and have Stop a fucking- Stop by and come back. Yeah, stop by, have a beer, come back. You know, hey, man, I did a shot with, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, we got along pretty good, man. You know, I made some new connections, you know. We're going right. to right. build a tree fort tomorrow, you know. <laughs> if I can stop by and get there, you know, a little time warp, you know. He's got this neat little trick that he does, you know, with his, uh, you know, <laughs> well, with I'm, his spaceship, I, you know. I'm, I'm glad you brought up patriotism because um, i'm just saying my, we should be further advanced than we are correct and with with all political and all demographic and all races and all stuff no i no i i, I appreciate that because because my whole point of that was um we heard uh this week i mean yesterday was september 11 you know and and yes 19, it was 19 years later and i i, I want to play this clip for you because 9-11 show i wanted to share this this address that and I, don't, I don't care whether you love uh president trump or hate him but um this address was was very good and i i, I just want you i want you to enjoy this 19 years ago on this day at this very hour on this field 40 brave men and women triumphed over terror and gave their lives in defense of our nation their names and their stories are forever inscribed on the eternal roll call of American heroes. Today we pay tribute to their sacrifice and we mourn deeply.
for the nearly 3,000 precious and beautiful souls who were taken from us on September 11th, 2001. And that's, um, you know, and that's that, that, very simple. That's, uh, that's when he was standing on the, uh, on the lands in Pennsylvania. And, you know, it's important. I mean, it's 19 years ago. 19 years ago. And, and it doesn't matter where. And I, and everybody I love, remembers where they were in 9-11. Absolutely. It, absolutely. It, it will be burnt and etched in our souls in, until the day we die. Yeah. We knew where we were at 845 when the first plane hit the World Trade Center at, you know, 847. I could be wrong. Or, you know, right around there. And then the second one come in. And uh, it was just, it was horrific. And I was in Naples, Florida. And... I was power washing a lady's house and uh, cleaning up, and she, her, had, her husband had died, and she was the only one there, and she had come out of the, come out underneath the, uh, the, the uh, car, carport, you know, screaming that you know we're under attack, and right? I was like, right. my God, what is, you know, I'm just going about my daily business and this and that. And she's like, no, you need to see this. They bombed the World Trade Center. I'm like, you know, it's on TV. We're, she's watching it live. And I, I had left my pump running, you know, just. And uh, I got cousins that I worked with, and their pumps are all going. And they didn't know it. And uh, mine was running longer. And they came over to check on me. And why is this thing, you know, still running? Because I had to go watch in. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Right, right. You know, I was I was in awe. So we immediately had packed up everything, and we all ran home to our families. Yeah, the question is, where were you going? But yeah, you're right. That's the best place you're going to go is to your families. We ran at that point because nobody knew if we're under attack. I'm, I'm nobody gonna, knew. I'm I'm running. We I'm telling you, we were 20 miles out of Naples to Fort Myers, and we made it there in 10 minutes. My cousin watched way too much Grand Theft Auto, and <laughs> he could put, it was all about the timing in between traffic, and I don't know who know or who knew what up on uh, US 41, but we were home in 10 minutes, and my family was secure, his family was secure, and we were ready for anything. Guns, everything pulled out, ready for full-on, you know possible invasion we yeah but who knew we, at that point we didn't right? know we didn't we know. knew it was new york sure obviously sure but uh but that's that, not far from detroit time, you know any border or border towns like fort myers any beaches anybody could be coming from any direction sure. and we were like look ain't gonna happen man and uh that day we all my cousins were my brothers and my neighbors were my brothers and yep. we all stood together and we waited and watched, and if it was coming, what comes next? We were ready, you know. Yeah, that was you know, that was the scariest part about that day is what comes next. But it was we, really cool, it, it, and we didn't know. We really didn't know. Was the uh, unreleased uh, videos that they showed on uh, Fox yesterday that uh, were never released? Um, you know, from uh, is that you why know, they bystanders. were unreleased? Yeah, but what it was, it was so bizarre, man, to what, I mean, you've seen what you've seen, you know, Bush, uh, you know, George Bush was in, uh, you know, Florida with the kids and that, and that, and then you got the whisper in the ear, and everybody remembers that. Sure. But the, but the, the narrative and the other stuff from the uh, other side of the people that were taking videos uh, got released yesterday, and 
I'm telling you, when you see people running and here comes the building down and it's going this way and the people are running this way and they can't run this way and these people are inside shops and the doors are opening because it's almost like, you know, the day after tomorrow. Remember that when the flood comes in? I do. And, you know, just wipes out something. That's what it was. It was a flood of you can't see and police officers. And uh, I was so proud that uh, he, the guy that went into that building three times, got the purple, purple heart. Right. You know, right. A very, very, very cool moment, you know, decorated. And how do you stand up on that podium and accept that from the president of the United States without shedding a tear, crying, or holding <laughs> that back, or, you know, something? You know, only because you were just doing your job, you know, that's all it was. But it was horrific for everybody. But still, in that in that time was, uh, yeah, I'll never forget it, man. I mean, I everybody's well, got their own story. And never I, forget. I, I can go on. Sure. And that's what it is. I seen a very cool, detailed thing. Uh, my brother sent me in Messenger, and it was the guy, uh, it was the back of this guy's bike that just did that for 9-11. And it was... Uh, Two firefighters on side of the saddlebags on the, on his bike that was completely detailed, and then the flag was standing up through the seat and everything else, and it was like picture perfect. It was so sweet. It was just, you know, I mean, that's the patriotism of this country. At this Absolutely. Moment, at this moment. Absolutely. And that's why, and I'm gonna say it, when you're driving, I'm I'm out in the field, so I'm driving around. I'm going 30 miles around, and everything is Trump, 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 Pence. You don't see one Biden sign out there. I, I don't did. know about anybody else. I saw a couple of them today. Did you? Yeah. I yeah. do not see any Biden signs out there. No. Yeah. I don't know how much yeah, he put into there. it, but, you know. And it was very cool when Trump came to Michigan, to Freeland, Michigan. Did you see Air Force One in the background just glowing? And there was 6,000 people that were standing there, you know, Trump. And they were screaming, we love you. Don't say that I'll start to cry and that wouldn't be good for my image. We don't want to, you don't want to see me cry. No president in the last 150 years, nobody has ever said anything since Abraham Lincoln, being a Republican, since 1865, screaming that we love you as a president. Nobody loves their president. I don't care what country you're from, but, you know. And he didn't want to be big-headed or, or boast or, you know, whatever, ego. But he, it was very, you know, when you have 5,500 people screaming at you that we love you, that that's humbling, you know. Well, sure it is. It is. Sure it's, it is. It's, it's humbling. Yeah. And, you know, that was very, so patriotic. It was almost like I was set back in time and watching, you know, red, the you know the red white and blue you know with air force one and all the patriot flags and all the people gathered together for a united cause and it was it was just it just reminded me of if i was born in 1776 and the revolution was going on you're right i was picking up a gun whoa you know whoa I was, you know, I would have fought back, you know, and they knew that against the tyranny and the other things, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't just over in 1776 guys. 
and folks and girls and everything else. This took a lot of time to get through. You know, this went back, you know, a long time to get where we where where we got, you know, and uh, very humbling, very cool. Here's hair raising things. If you are a true patriotic patriot and what do they call females? Patri patriots? Pat uh, patri patriarchs. Patriarchs. I don't know. We're all patriots. Yeah. Or patriarchs. Patriarchs. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. I didn't know. Is that what it is? They're patriarchs. I, I believe patriots so. And I patriots. and I could be wrong. I somebody will probably correct me on that. But uh, yeah. No, because we got to be politically correct. We're trying the best that we can. I try my best. But what <laughs> this is what bothers me is that the Catholic priests in New York and all around the uh, the world right now um, are being forced into telling their flock. And I've told you this. Uh, what week or two ago that you know they why are god's we, like don't drag me into this right but why are we you know why are we white privileged people and then you have the priestess or priest uh telling people that you know they might need to reconsider their uh position on you know being a white privileged catholic uh church going person it's it's just brainwashing at its best and it is so pathetic man right and where are the influences coming from with this crap i i don't know i don't know and I'm, i i am so mad and i all right and i'm done and i'm gonna let you take over for a minute but i'm so i'm so excited for peter joseph's you know the zygast movement and i can't wait for joe rogan to interview peter joseph zygast movement coming up uh it's his it's his new movie we've been anybody that follows i guess and i'm a huge i guess uh, supporter follower and i love peter joseph and i love joe rogan and i love all the uh correct information and not the false information that comes from these guys and uh you should give it a listen we've waited seven years after the three um movies that peter has put out and this is his fourth one, and it's going to be phenomenal. And if you go to anything that, uh, however you get there, linked up or whatever, and you watch the uh, uh, reviews or the uh, trailers or whatever, it is phenomenal. And you guys are going to be excited about this. I guarantee it. And uh, once I watch it, it's going to be released uh, October 6th. Sex? October 6th? October 6th. October 6th. October 6th. It depends what you got. Uh, with your slang or wherever you're from. But anyway, October 6th is going to be the re release date for uh, Peter Joseph's, uh, I guess, new movie, number four, coming at you. And uh, looking forward to it. So many people excited. So what you got, brother? Bring, I, it, um, bring it to me. Believe it or not, believe it or not, I actually think we can do this. And I have... Well, I think we can do this. I, I say I think because I have the preacher man sitting next to me, and whenever I try to do this with with the preacher man, if I could if I could mute his mic, we could probably make it through this. But um, regardless, I think um, I think I think I can do this with the preacher man. But we'll see how it goes. So I just want to run this and see what it goes. I love the music. Got a bunch of numbers you want to lean on?
the uh, that's the seven and uh, seven and twenty-seven or however you want to say. <laughs> Try to do seven stories in seven minutes. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. Seven, minutes. seven quick stories. What do you got? You got top seven numbers? Oh, we're gonna do the top seven tonight. Remember, back in the beginning, one, it was uh, two, seven three, stories in seven minutes. Four. We have not been successful. Five. Six, in any way, shape, or form. Seven. Did you? Well, I didn't even finish my seven and seven yet. <laughs> All right. So we'll we'll start it off. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, seven stories. We'll see. It's it's we're already forty five minutes in, or actually an hour in. So. Well, we haven't done this in a while. <laughs> no, we have not. I'm but, quite um, excited. I think I can do it. If I I, but, I just uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> if we can shut up the preacher man, all right, we, I'm gonna. We could do this. All right, listen, I, I'm gonna set the. I, 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 I tell you what, I'm gonna give you a minute back on the clock. Go. <laughs> so the first one up is uh, El Nina. Did you hear the story about El Nina? Sure. Now El Nina is uh, actually a very, very real thing, and we are. It is we not to getting, be confused with El Nino. El Nina is back this year. And we are getting some El Nina. And if anybody doesn't know what El Nina is, stay tuned. Because we're going to cover it cover it even deeper. But, uh, yeah, El Nina. Smoke from California. Yeah, we will get the El Nina pattern. And uh, we will have some, like we said last week, uh, the Farmer's Almanac said uh, we're getting more snow. More cold, and it's coming back. So stay tuned for El Nino. Not to be confused with El Nino. El Nino. El Nino. El Nino. I can get into that if you want, but uh, we ain't got time for that. <laughs> if I no, you're still getting a ticker. Well, I know. You're still getting a ticker. No, I'm actually. I'm. I'm probably going to get a ticket from you. You're going to write me a ticket, <laughs> and then I got to show up for court. You know, for talking too much. <laughs> what else you got? Go. <gasps> Wow. There it is. There it go, is. Go, 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 go. Slow down. No, um, you go. BLM. Biden lies much? Biden. <laughs> if you want to flash back to last week, yeah, Biden lies much. No. The BLM protesters are from the uh, McCloskey. Remember the McCloskey investigation with all the, everything that happened in St. Louis? McCloskey's got charged with uh, gun violation rights and brandishing a weapon. And, blah, and they're blah, the blah. ones that went to jail for defending their home. Well, guess what? Yeah. No, I finally I, I, go. Finally, after after the uh, DOJ got involved. Oh, they're pissed. And there they're, is they're fighting back. Nine, I think it's a total of nine so far, of the Black Lives Matter protesters are getting charged. Good with citations and see ya. I don't think there's anything that big coming out of it. it it's the worst part is it's it's fairly trivial. It's you know so. It, but bottom line, oh, you got to go. They're getting charged. Good. They're getting charged. So there is there is BLM protesters that are getting charged from the. I'm trying to use the phone. I, 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 
I did, did not. I did. I did not. I did not. All right, you brought it up. Smoke from uh, California could be here in Michigan by next week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, oh, here's here's the smoke's a, coming. No, can I chime in on this? Oh, or no. Yeah. But feel no. Free. I, well, here's the thing. I, I know briefly, that uh, briefly. We're no, at a, briefly. We're at, we're at a clock. <laughs> California. They're spreading, and uh, guess what? They're getting closer to uh, Pelosi's house, and uh, she's getting mad about the little fires because everybody's sitting out there with their binoculars and that uh, thing. They could see it sitting out there on the horizon, and it's coming closer and closer. Yes or no? And it is. Yeah, and she's mad it about is. it. And but, but, <laughs> yeah. You can, cry. you can cry all you want. I mean, see, that's the thing, man. You know what? Everybody needs to go up and clean up their own backyards, you know, because I'm pissed. Oh, yeah. you just said that word again. Uh, the F or oh. Pelosi or which one? Both I, of them. Yeah. Both of them. Don't say Pelosi yeah. and don't say Not Pelosi. Oh, shit, I did it again. No, you son I'm just bitch. saying they're sitting there and they're watching from their uh, little binoculars or whatever. And they're, you know, that, that the, the fires are spreading into Oregon on. Organon? Organon. Organon. It's a new state. <laughs> it's from, I, have, I have not been there. Organ. Or, organ. But they're coming and they're 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 pissy about it. And, you know, there's, but you know what? You know, it's another thing they can just blame Trump on. So whatever. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. I don't know what to say. You know, I'm I'm, I'm very sorry about the innocence, but you know what? You know, that's it. Sorry, I took wow. up your time. Next story. All right. Chef, your buddy, Adam Chef. <laughs> yeah, okay. Adam Chef. Yeah, okay. My he buddy. Revealed, he revealed that he has a new whistleblower. We all know who the whistleblower is. No, he's got a new one. Yeah. A new one. Brand okay. new one. Oh, okay. Brand new one. It's not It's not Vin, uh, Vindianimo, but it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Schiff has a new whistleblower. Sorry about the to, interference. Uh, He's <laughs> going to. Yeah. <laughs> One more. One no, more. I'm sorry Here about the interference. Here we go yeah. again. Russian. That's all we had to say. I'm just that uh, Russian interference, and Schiff is on it. Just I bet you if, if everybody's been listening to us this far, they're probably rushing to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure you knew that Schiff had a new, uh, new whistleblower that was coming up and uh, getting in there. So. Um, here's a great story. The uh, Delaware girls that were uh, that were accused of stealing a mega hat. Did you see this? These girls went to the uh, rally over there in Delaware and no, stole the kids stole the kids mega hat, ran away with it, yelled at his mother. It was yeah, very, very, very angry. It looks like a hate crime charge. It was kind of a hate crime. Hey, 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 hate crime. Hey, <laughs> oh. hey, 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 hate crime. Yeah, it was. It was not pretty. Not right. pretty at all. No, no, no. Well, now everybody not can, on that one. Not everybody can be as pretty as Nancy Pelosi at a hair salon without a face mask. How about the uh, Delaware? Nope. Bitch. We didn't make it. Oh. Yeah, not even close. Not even close. Jeez, we tried, though, man. No, we didn't. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I tried. You know, it's all good. It's all you. 
Yeah. Oh, it's all me? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to make this one short and sweet because we are drinking, and we appreciate it because it's two guys in a bottle of love, man. We're just having a good time. It's about time that Scooter, you know, unleashed the reins and got all effed up, man, tonight. So it's kind of funny for all of us that, uh, you know, listen to this, man. You feeling pretty good there, brother? Hell yeah. I know. We're on the mic, Why wouldn't man. you? You know, yeah, like I said, man, we, we're not broadcasting out to you. You guys came looking for us, man, so you guys are listening to us, and we appreciate that. And there's nothing wrong with that, man, having a couple cocktails and mispronouncing big words and, you know. Uh, but here's the thing. We're not, we're not hurting anybody. We're not spreading hate. We're not. Uh, putting out misinformation, you know, to the best of our knowledge. Ever. <laughs> best of our knowledge. And, you know, we sit back and we have some fun, man, you know. And that's the good thing about these mics, man, because it, it is a, a, a release of uh, tension and talking. And you know what? You don't, even if you don't listen to the whole thing or whatever, I mean, you want to pick up on some points or whatever. And, Thanks for listening to the whole thing, by the way. We do appreciate that. I mean, we we sincerely wish Heck you yeah. did. Sincerely wish you did. And, you know, just to listen. You know, but you know what? Um, maybe a reflection on yourself of what you sound like when you're f drunk. <laughs> you know, maybe nobody wants to listen to you when you're drunk. You know, nobody wants to listen to me sometimes when I'm drunk. And vice versa. True that. And, um, and all that. <laughs> and... It's agreed upon, and you know you can't put a meth head in with the with a heroin addict, and you know uh, expect a different result every time because it's just not going to happen. Because no. the other one doesn't want to listen to the other one because they have nothing in common. <laughs> they have nothing to talk about. But on an intellectual note, um, we do come at you with some pretty you know heavy stuff. You know, kind of political, kind of fun, kind of humorous. You know. It's its own entity. We are having fun doing what we're doing. And, you know, make a little mistake or whatever and criticize us and do that. You know, we could use a little criticism. I wouldn't even mind that. Would you? You know, a little criticism coming our way? Good no, or bad? No, not at all. You know, and then if you want to tweet about us and, you know, put that on there, there is nothing wrong with uh, bad or good publicity because it's all the same because it's publicity. In its simplicity, so you know, go ahead and tweet us, and uh, you know, badmouth us and bash us, and you know, whatever you got to do, and then put it out there, you know, because that'd be fun too, you know, just to get the response, just to get the action of the crowd, you know, what I mean, the interaction, sure. type stuff, that'd be fun, you know, you know, yeah, we could sit back and con contradict uh, everything that we say and do or whatever, but here's the thing. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. This is a release and fun. And, you know, we're just having a good time. And it's a podcast, which a lot of you, you know, might not be doing, but you listen to, and it's pretty cool. And if you choose us, we appreciate that. Very cool. And then they'll tell two friends, and they'll, two, you know, <laughs> and so on and so on and so on. Great heavens. What kind of radio show is this? People are... Uh, uh, in a different world, look, looking for new jobs, you know, because they've been displaced, you know, uh, throughout, you know, this uh, coronavirus type crap. You know, we've been stuck on this. Everybody's been stuck in this world, 
you know, of this coronavirus, you know, since May or March 16th, the day before St. Patrick's Day, by the way, the, sure. big, the biggest party in the world. Right. And you're going to shut it down the day before, you know, St. Patrick's Day. Right. Unbelievable, man. Yeah. You know, but, you know, what if if Trump wouldn't have done what he did, you know, you know, there's so many different factors and there's so many different sides and there's so many different angles and so many people, players, you know, it's, 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 it's basically, you know, right now, you know, with this election coming up, it's a game of chess. Do you, do you know that? I understand. You got the rooks, you got the pawns, you got the knights, you got the kings, you got the queens, you got the uh, bishops, all these players in all these different pieces of the puzzle that need to fit together, you know, to go another four years or we go backward another hundred years, you know, depending on the vote. So your vote matters. Doesn't matter. Please just get out and vote. That is how we got where we are right now. You need to vote, folks, right? I was going down Lapeer the other day and I went by the firehouse, which my dad, my grandfather, were all firefighters and I couldn't help but passing the the fire the fire station on the pier in the in the town and they had had the trucks out and they had raised the ladders and they had lowered the flag half half staff okay so I honked you know and I'm I'm just honking just to give a little something and somebody hear me in the firehouse or whatever and then I went by again I honked again and I honked again and it sat, sat there all day. So then I had to go to another job. And as I'm driving to this other job, there was a uh, a shop, a mom and pop shop. And they still had their flag all the way raised. And my window was open. And I'm like, hey, lower your flag, man. You know, doing 60 miles an hour. I didn't know if they hear, heard me or whatever. Right. But it was like, you know what? You should have the decency or, you know, whatever, to lower the flag at least half sure. past, you know. Sure. That's all. So I had to put it out there. So I gave honks. I gave this and that and that. You know, that's patriotism. And that, you know, that's what we need right now. And that's what's spreading across the country with Trump. So. I understand. We we didn't get this far into our uh, top 11. And um, we were, we were kind of going to that point or not going to that point or whatever. But, um, the whole thing that I wanted to get to was, um, Candace Owens. And I don't know if you know who Candace Owens is. She is a, she is a, um, an outspoken conservative. Can, liberal, I, can I say conservative, liberal, uh, colored Republican, woman? Is, uh, can I say colored? Democrat. Is that, is that, if, is that fair anymore? I don't even know if I can say colored. No, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. No. I mean, she's a she's a woman of color. I, I don't even know what I can say anymore. She's I, a woman honestly, of political agenda. She's an intelligent, educated female um, black. Is that is she, that fair? I she's black. I, no. I'm sorry. I I think she is. I I don't know. Blacks don't like being I don't, called black. I don't know, and and, and, and especially by problem, white people because I don't want to pigeonhole her i don't want to put her in a spot but all right listen so if you if your mother's white and your dad's black and you have a kid and you're you're mulatto that's the color that they call you is mulatto sure but right, where so does you're that mulatto. come from all 
All right, so you're mulatto. Where does that come from? So you're mulatto. Yeah, okay. That, that's it. That, Take that, it. That, that's your color. You're, sure. You're mulatto. You're not black. You're not white. You're in between. You're mulatto. But it wasn't in the census. Right. All right. So It wasn't in the census. Right, so, I just did my census, dude. It's not in the census. It's not in the census. So what What did she sign on her census? Right. Okay. So here, listen, <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. Here's my point. So you're white. Male. I right? am white. Right, I so am you're a white male. Completely dominant. This is white male. I'm sorry. Can you hear me out on this one, yeah, please? Please go. Because this is what I want to explain. Go ahead. So you're a white male. Yes. You go to the beach all summer in Michigan, right? Yep. Your skin changes color, right? It you, does. Now you are not white. You are mulatto. Still not. You're still tan. Still not. But tan's not a color. Tan's not a color. Everybody loves to be tan. Right? Everybody loves to be tan. But we're not. But tan's not a color. Black. It doesn't. We're not Negro. We're not, we're we're not, not brown. We're, we're not. not. We were white, but now we're brown because the skin changed our color. So you were black. It, you know, I mean, it's just how does the, the sun, I mean, the sun the sun makes you blacker. The sun makes us browner. Um, you can go on and on about the color, the, the, the color of our skin tone. And who cares? And, and who cares? what time of the temperature or where you're at and the equator or Africa or Asia or Europe or whiteies or redheads or whatever. I mean, it's just like, are you kidding me? You know, anytime your skin color could change just a little bit and you could be mistaken for something else that you're not just because you spent the summer in Michigan. <laughs> just saying you could be a little darker, you know, than you were and uh, you can be a little darker in the end of August than you were in uh, January in Michigan. You know True what I mean? that. You know what I mean? So what are they going to do? Uh, start going by uh, hair color. You know what I mean? Here's the face recognition, the uh, eye color. Uh, you know, and what what is it now? You know what I mean? Come on, people, please, man. You know, I have no idea. You know, I... I'm not a judge, you know. Don't judge me. I don't judge you. That's it, you know. If we get along, we get along. If we don't, and if, and if we can't, then don't. You know what I mean? Don't be around those people. You know, every negative thought that you have before you go to bed, you need to interchange that with a positive thought. And every negative attitude that you have throughout your day, you know, change that with a positive attitude. You know, find the balance, you know. Find the balance in skin tone. Find the balance in your life. Find the balance in your relationship. Find the balance of uh, whatever, you know. It's just that it, it's not, it really, it's not that complicated. It's Things shouldn't be complicated all the time, you know. Black or white, you know. Black and white, what, make gray. They don't make brown or brown, you know. Like if you had a baby, black and white don't make you know mulatto if you mix in the color charts if you mix black and white it's actually gray so i mean who who's right and who's wrong you know what i mean how can you uh, judge a human being by their skin color their color so whatever well candace owens lives in uh <laughs> lives in the u.s she, ah! she does she's a she's a uh she's a political av advocate for uh for for the and and I'll say it. She's she's part of the Repo Republican Party, and and she, Cardi B, she 
fought back to Cardi B, and it was funny to watch because coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cardi B was was um, fighting back and forth there for about about two or three sentences, and then she just came back with this, and I listened to it, and I went, you know what? Thank God, thank God that somebody can fight back with enthusiasm and logic and education that can fight back against her. So I just wanted to run Intelligence this. goes a long way. In, intelligence, very much intelligent. I, I would say Candace Owens has a ton, a ton of intelligence, unopposed to Cardi B. And, you know, we know she has some intelligence too, but um, it's kind of limited. But... Uh, I but think yeah, it all went on, to her fingernails. <laughs> but, uh, on that note, we should uh, we should share this with you because uh, this this fight back was was something else. I mean, it was it really was it was something to be reckoned with. And I went, I went, I I like this girl because she's spot on. She she really is. She's spot on. All right. What is up, Instagram? I'm going live on Instagram. This is the second time I've ever gone live on Instagram, but I just felt like I really wanted to clear the air on this Cardi B nonsense. Um, so first and foremost, Cardi, I watched your story and it sounds very funny. Um, first off, <laughs> I'm saying it's funny because you just it's just ridiculous to me that you even take anything that I said as offensive when I'm telling you the truth. Um, and I think if anything, you're only upset because people are telling you on Twitter that you got dragged because you did get dragged because you aren't educated when it comes to politics. That's first things first. Um, I was not, I'm sure Ben Shapiro was not, we were not meaning to attack you. We're just simply telling the truth, which is the fact that Joe Biden did not spend the whole year in his basement to come up because he's a big Cardi B fan and sit down with you. He thinks you're an idiot. And you know, I just am encouraging you to stop proving him right when you say ridiculous things like I had to sit down with Joe Biden because my sister got attacked by a Trump supporter, Santa Claus, making it seem like Trump supporters are homophobic. A little education for you, Cardi B. Uh, Donald J. Trump is the first president that's ever gone into office in support of gay marriage. So, you know, those eight years that your presidential candidate Joe Biden spent um, as a vice president with Obama, they didn't support gay marriage going into office. Obama changed his tune on gay marriage in his um, second term. So the whole idea of Trump being a homophobe is a bit pointedly ridiculous and shows how uneducated you are. Then you came and you were talking about ta raising your taxes when you were on talking to Joe Biden, saying that you want your taxes lowered, but at the same time you want universal health care. That's ignorant and stupid. And Joe Biden knows it's ignorant and stupid. Even all the people that want free health care and universal health care acknowledge that tax rates have to be astronomical to be able to support that. So you're talking about a 74% tax rate. You continually keep saying you have a number one song. It means shit. Nobody cares about a song about your wet ass pussy. Excuse my language for my followers. Um, being, num being number one, I have a number one song in the UK, I have a number one song in Australia, I have a number one song in New Zealand. That has nothing to do with black America and whether or not you are helping or hurting. Right now, you are hurting black America, okay? When you stand on a platform and you pretend to care about black men, when you ask Joe Biden, what are we gonna do about these black men dying? He should have asked you back, what are black men gonna do about black men dying? Because 94% of black men are killed by other black men. Okay, we don't have an issue with police officers. In fact, if you go into those inner cities and you go into those projects, they need more policing. 
So you're a fraud. You're sitting here saying, making it seem like you are, you're afraid of police officers. Are you afraid of your husband? You're more likely to be killed by your husband, way more likely to be killed by your husband than you are by a police officer. And you know that, right? You know that black men kill more white men. You know that police officers are killed by black men 18 and a half times more, right? So don't use your platform and 75 million people to make it seem like police officers are the issue. You're uneducated. I mean, that is just what it is. You are uneducated. And I don't have a problem, by the way, with musicians and rappers and hip hop artists dabbling in politics if they're sincere. What I mean by that is, are you talking to people on both sides? Are you trying to actually get a, an informed understanding or are you just being a mouthpiece for one party? Charlemagne the God has multiple people on his platform. He's talked to Republicans. He's friends with uh, Senator Tim Scott, talks to him. He's a, a Trump supporter. He's had uh, vice presidential candidates, presidential candidates on his show, on The Breakfast Club. But he's a serious, he asks serious questions. He doesn't sit down with Joe Biden and say, oh, grr. in fact, Joe Biden wasn't comfortable when Charlemagne the God was sitting down and speaking to him because Charlemagne the God was asking so many difficult questions. He wasn't just giving him a Santa Claus list like you are. I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that, and none of it makes sense. If you're serious about politics, if you're serious about trying to use your platform for good, then you need to educate yourself. That's literally all anybody is saying to you is that you need to actually educate yourself and do the work. By the way, I'm not in your zone, you're in mine, okay? So I get tired of your commenters and your fans saying, oh, she's clout chasing. I'd be clout chasing if I was challenging you to a rap battle, I'm not doing that. You're in my area, you're in politics. You're embarrassed because you realize you know nothing about anything when you're on Twitter. You actually told a, a lie just now to all of your followers. You said, oh, Trump, uh, A, you said Trump told people to drink bleach. He never did that. Then you said Trump laughs when black men get... It goes on and on and on. And Candace Owens, you, you should, if you haven't heard her, you should check her out. She's a, she's a, a very strong woman. And, and, and what I liked about the most... I hate to say this. I really hate to say this because it might be, I don't know, is it racial? Is it, is it, uh, I appreciated, I completely appreciated There's listening, a storm coming. listening to a black woman, a black, educated, strong woman giving it back to a, another girl. Until until we start seeing more of the fight back, fight back, and 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 them, it, it's another form. Who, it's another form of opinion in who's listening. Sure, sure, and and and, and Candace Owens, uh, good for her, good for her, giving it back to Cardi B because uh, Cardi B needs to hear. She just. I don't know. She 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 spews out the, and that's what I liked about what Candace Owens did for her is is she spewed back to her the same political bullshit that she just wants to spew out of her mouth and go. Great ass, and you got your head all the way up it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know. It, uh, it 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 it's it's not pretty, but at the same time. It's it's awesome to hear somebody it's, somebody fight back and, and and somebody besides a white male privileged because you are privileged you hope you know that I, I whether you whether white, you realize it or not I'm male I'm 53 <laughs> I was born whether, in the 60s. whether you realize it or not yeah. you're you're a privileged son of a bitch and <laughs> I don't feel like it well you should you should by now because you're white and you're uh, you're male so you you should feel privileged. 
But right. on that note, but no, moving on. But no, um, anybody that does have intelligence or uh, would listen to people that have higher intelligence or have an, uh, a valued opinion that people will listen to instead of ignored and uh, bashed or whatever, you know, there is a uh, minority and a majority. Not saying that mob rules, it's just that there Mob are, rules right now. You know, mobs mobs ruling right now. Look at Portland. Now look, look at look what you end up with. Look where you're mob at. Rules. Look where you're at. Mob I mean, rules. You know, you want to defund the police and then all of a sudden then you're not you're not gonna use tear gas because you are the um commander in chief of the fire department and you're also the mayor of Portland. You know, so you have two different jobs that you're doing. And then you, I, I seen a video yesterday that you got tear gassed at your own <laughs> protest, you know, and you're out there with those people and you're like, right. my eyes are all bloodshot, man. I'm all effed up and, <laughs> you know, and you're crying. And then all the sudden, you know, they're going to burn down your house, you know, and this and this, you know. To take a stand, here's 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 my point going back to you know Canada. Um, if you take a stand and you fight for something that you believe in, you know, and it, it's right, people are going to back you. You know, if you're wrong, absolutely. If you're wrong, yeah. You know, majority, minority, skin color doesn't matter. Um, Shouldn't right or wrong. I'm just telling you, it. it we didn't get this far, folks, without democracy. So y'all better get your poop in a group, you know, your shit, shit in the net, shit in a shingle, scoop it all up, put it together, and make it look and smell pretty. All right, look, because it's not going to last long. You know, all this stuff is a thing right before the election. Everybody knows it. It's... Uh, Publicity stunts, um, other stuff, you know, everybody knows. Because if you do not do not stand for anything, you will fall for nothing. I think you had that wrong. I know, but that was funny. <laughs> I just wanted to see if anybody was paying that. <laughs> I was, you don't fan, I, I you was don't, paying attention. I know. But if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. There it is. Thank you. There no, I just wanted to see if anybody was. See, you know, you get I was into paying these, attention. No, you get into these deep I wasn't dives, sleeping, yeah. you know, and you, you know, you, you, you get the peeper in the sleeper modes or whatever, and you know they don't pay attention. You, know? uh, you got to wake them up once in a while. That's all right. But anyway, let's do this. Uh, let's get into some deep dives. Well, man. speaking of deep dives, so yeah. I had to. Um, I, Holy dive! I'm not even gonna. To, I'm not even gonna go very deep in in where I'm at because. You'll know this as soon as I play it, but I had to play this. Will because, I or will the listeners? Uh, I think you and the listeners will know. Okay. Because this band, the the voices are uncharacteristic. I mean, they're, they're just, as soon as you hear it, you'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, I know exactly right. who that is. But um, I'm going to jump into the middle of this, and uh, I, I, I think it's uh, I think it's something that, uh, and I'll give you some history on them if you don't know, but once once we get done. but uh, No, we want to listen meantime, to your drunken psycho babble. No, no, go ahead. No, no, no we don't worry about my drunken no, psycho babble. So I'm just going to play a little, <laughs> little bit of... Ba, ba, 
And that was who? The Ramones. Yes, sir. That's Joey. Joey and his brother. Originally sung by... Um, I don't know originally, right? Right? The Ramones did a, a remix nice, of... Nice remix of that. Yeah, it was a very good remix of it. But... Uh, no, who did yeah. the Ramones? Uh, who was the remix? That was the remo- That was the remix from... Well, Ramones, but I don't know who did the... I don't know. Oh, it come was on. Uh, <laughs> come on. I didn't man. I, I didn't think that deep. Well, Joey said, "Man, listen, I'm not going to get into nothing like that or nothing uh, with the rock and roll thing, but if you can't make a song out of three chords, it's not rock and roll." Exactly. And that was always the Ramones. The Ramones based their whole thing on a, a three-chord jam. They know. did. It was. Yeah. That that's what they did, you know. And uh so we're going to do a deep dive, right, about uh, uh, you suggested something earlier about some Concrete Blonde, which Correct. is very cool. Yeah. Now, Concrete Blonde's got a very close connection with uh, Joey Ramone. Yes. And uh, wrote a song, you know, Joey, you know, from Concrete Blonde, which is very cool. You know, Joey, baby, you know. But uh, I heard that song today and uh you know, going underneath the Blue Water Bridge, man, honking my horn. I just, I love honking my horn. I just, you know, <laughs> I just blast it underneath the bridge. I blast around corners. I blast at assholes. I blast at people on their phones, texting. I, you know, I will rev up my engine at a light, you know, if someone's on their phone and I'll, I'll press the gas and I'll go forward and they're on their phone and they'll look over and uh, they try to go and I'll stop you know, on purpose right. because. You know, they're on their phone, and, uh, you know, I'm like, no, we're not going, but you need to pay attention, and I'll just honk horns, and uh, my sidekick today, he's like, man, you used your horn more than anybody I've ever known in, like, the last 10 years driving this van around today, and I was like, (laughs) I'm kind of horny right now, and it's not sexual, so... It was just like, wah, wah. I'm honking at the flag. I'm honking underneath the bridge. I'm honking at people texting and driving. I'm talking at, you know, I'm just honking. I'm just, I was just in that kind of, you know, and I was looking. I, I was a little horny today, but not sexual. But horny, you know what? You see some bullshit out there? Freaking honk your horn, man. There you let go. somebody know that you're alive, man. Just let it loose, man. Let that, there's a horn in your car and you can press it. You know what? There's nothing illegal about honking your horn. There you go. There really isn't. There's nothing, no time of day that you can not or, or do or not or honk your horn. You can honk your horn at 3.30 in the fucking morning, pissed drunk, standing in your driveway. You can go out to your car. You don't even need to start it. You're not going to get it drunk driving. And I tell you what, just go lay on the horn <laughs> until the neighbors call. Well, right. whatever. That's annoying. But for just honking your horn, there's nothing there that is illegal about honking your horn in your car. Right? No. There's there nothing not. illegal about honking your horn in your car. Nope. So I want, I encourage you all listeners to go out 
And when you listen, while you're listening to this podcast, like right now, because I know you're listening, start honking your horn, no matter what you're at, whatever you believe in, start honking your horn as loud as you can, as many times as you can. And then guess what? When you wake up in the morning, you got to take a piss and you got nothing else to do. And you're like, I'm going to go honk my horn and just go out and honk the horn. 4.30 in the morning, <laughs> just honk your horn. Who cares, man? Have a good time. Well, so there then, you go. In the meantime... What you got to But in the meantime, deep dive. My my deep dive, this is a pretty cool song, man. I'm going to bring something back for a minute, man. Uh psychedelic furs. I wasn't even going to give it to you. Really? You know, uh first, but you know, but here's here it is. <laughs> Heartbreak beat Yeah All night long But don't break Down on my streets, there's a heartbreak beat going down all night on Sing my it. street, and it feels like love. <laughs> Psychedelic, <laughs> man, that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, they they uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. They definitely awesome had their band. place and time and they did. music and everything like For that. Sure. I mean, uh, I don't know, probably any hard rockers that i don't know that don't have a psychedelic um uh album uh, just because it's, it's got to be part of the you know the archives you know that was the that was a genre that was a thing that you know you know that's where it started a little bit you know i mean you know for old, sure is, you know for the for our listeners or whatever however old you are or whatever but uh we bring you a whole bunch of different variety of music for our deep dives. I mean, you can dig this stuff up anytime, man, and it's still cool, you know. And that's what we like, you know. That's why we bring it to you. That's why we do it, you know. For it's, sure. It's very cool and it's very fun. There you go. Uh, check out the uh, Psychedelic Furs, man, Heartbreak Beat. You know, they got many, many other songs, but uh, that was my deep dive. So, yeah, it's uh, time for the joke of the week in top 11. I, I, I think it's uh, time for the preach man to take it away. So give us our top 11, dude. We're going to do top 11 right here. All right, so top 11 best metal albums of 1989. Whoa. You ready? I am. I'm always right. ready. Now, there's a whole bunch of these guys that came out in 89, um, the metal albums. All right. So, but I'm going to go through the list of 100, and I'm going to give you my top 10. You know, I can name a whole bunch that are going on, you know, like uh, Anthem or uh, Morbid Angel. Uh, Slapatura was very cool uh, back in the day, or back in the day. Uh, Overkill, Voivod, uh, Godflesh, which I have one of their, or two of their CDs. Um, King's X was not um, one of the heavy ones. 
But uh, I do like the album. Uh, Gretchen goes to Nebraska, uh, Nebraska, and uh, um, which is uh, one of my favorite albums. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put that at number ten at King's X. Uh, Gretchen goes to Nebraska, King's X album, uh, released in 1989. Uh, one of my favorite albums, and I love King's X. You know, um, over my head was one of my favorite songs off of that album. So if you can listen to that, uh, get a hold of that King's X over my head uh, album. These are albums of 1989 heavy metal rock album. And uh, so that's pretty good. And then you got like Fate's Warning, uh, Toxic, uh, Sabotage, which a lot of my friends were into Sabotage, which I was not creator. Uh, Autopsy, Doom, Stone, uh, Annihilator, uh, Repulsion, um, Napalm Death, Watchtower. And then here's my second. Uh, I'll just put them at number nine, which was uh, Faith No More great album you know eight uh released in uh 1989 uh the the real thing and everybody you know that song epic you know everybody everybody knows that song here's another one i'm gonna put some uh exodus out there um just because as uh you know i do a top 11 so we did uh faith no more as number 10 um, Exodus, I'm going to put at number nine, only because Kurt Hammett from Metallica was in Exodus. And I went to a show in Tampa in 1988, and I seen Exodus, Halloween, and The Cult, which was freaking awesome, man. And uh, very, very cool. And I just got to note one thing uh, as I'm... I'm Exodusing this uh, Exodus, Exodus. Exodus. Yeah. Um, I, I never, I never, I never seen so many. The cult vampire uh, thing with the teeth in Exodus in this heavy metal thing with the, you know, like typo negative. Yeah, it was kind of weird. The vampire with the, uh, thing and stuff. Yeah, was very creepy, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, a lot of bands with these glowing teeth and these yeah. vampire images and this goth and you know. 1989 was kind of a weird transition time, you know. Um, I don't think a lot of people wanted to transition into... Um, goth? Um, no, not goth. Um, grunge at that time because there was a lot of that Seattle sound, you know. I start- think there was more pushback from the goth than there was the grunge. Right. But Personally, there was a, that's but, what I'm thinking. No, you're right. But there was a lot of pushback from the uh, grunge, that, that Seattle, that movement that was going that way. And like I said, that was the end of the 80s. But, you know, the end of the 80s uh, was uh, a push forward after, you know, like 87, you know, because like 88, 89, you know, in the middle of that transition to the 90s. Oh, sure. You know, got very, um, you know, not depressionized or, you know, whatever, but everybody was feeling the end of the hair bands. And yeah. they just didn't know which way to go, man. You know, so whatever. So Kurt Hammett, you know, you know, Everybody knows Kurt yeah, Hammett, com- Metallica. He was off the- he was in Exodus, and actually, I'm I'm very proud to say that I seen Kurt Hammett with Exodus before he got with Metallica. So okay, that, that was very cool for me. 
So that's my that's my very cool story. Um, there was another band that uh, I didn't really listen to uh, very much, but there was a they were called Loudness. Do you remember Loudness? They were from uh, Japan. I do. They were from Japan and Loudness. Uh, my buddy was into them very heavily, and that was that um, uh, movement for me for a minute, and uh, really didn't. Uh, get into them or respect them. I, I really don't care, but I, I I do think that they had like two or three good songs or whatever, and who cares? So, but so that was number four of my list. So you got Exodus, Loudness, uh, ba, 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 ba. who else did I say? Anyway, Sabotage. I mean King's X. I, I named a bunch. Uh, Voivod. You know, there's another story about Voivod where the lead singer had. Uh, uh, brain crap going on with them and made them crazy but here's one of my favorites um of 1989 that i actually love the cd and uh i still get into it is a band called uh, ministry yes i love ministry now i got a story about ministry okay those guys sit around and i'm i'm going to tell you this is true this is the story that i've heard and i've heard the story many many times in their um autobiographies and other thing those guys don't even like playing this music, what they play. They sit around and listen to country and eat fried chicken in the nude all day. <laughs> Ministry, if you get a chance, go go back and listen to those guys. Then you have uh, Obituary, Nuclear Assault, uh, Torture, Dead End, Leeway, uh, Nikon, Delta, Intruder, uh, Death SS, uh, Rigor Mortis, you know, pfft, you know. Whatever. And then you come to Queensryche, overseeing the operation of Queensryche in 1989. That was a great album, yeah, man. Hell yeah, it was. You know, just before, you know, Queensryche just went, you know, Jeff Tate and the guys, you know. And then we went into detail what happened with Jeff Tate. Sure, I did. Yeah. You know, the rest of the band or oh, whatever, yeah. you know. That was very good, by the way. I just did that shot of uh, that Glenn. Glenn Morgy. Glenn Morgy. Fantastic. Yeah, I just showed up from, uh, I, th I think, I, I believe, I believe Kenny brought that back from uh, Kentucky. Did he now? Uh, Cincinnati, maybe. Super yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Extra Ken, Kenny, doubly Kenny, extra. Kenny brought that back from Cincinnati. And uh, so we, we, before this show is over, we, we will be having a shot with Kenny. All right. And Kenny's back in the studio for a, a brief minute before he takes off for his next travel. But, yeah, it's good to have Kenny back in the studio. Very all nice. right. Well, I've been hanging out with Cartman all night, and you've been hanging out with Stan. Yeah, can, yeah. Stan's yeah. here. Stan's here. Stan's Cart here. Cartman's here. Waiting for still, heard we uh, heard heard that Kenny was stopping by. So yeah, they're still yeah. alive. Yeah. We're waiting. Yeah. We're waiting Heck for yeah. Kenny. Heck you know? yeah. So Kenny's Kenny's back in the studio. I think he brought some glamorgy for us to have. He really did with him. So all right. now I know there were some German bands. You know, uh, here apparent. You know, with the hyphen. You know, eyes and knees and or whatever. Holy Moses, Dioxin, uh, Demolishing Hammer. Holy um, Moses. You know, Eccentris, uh, Schizo, Urban Dance Squad, you know, Mortal Sin, Skull Flower, Titan Force, uh, Testament. Now, here's the thing with Testament. I'm not, I am personally not a fan of Testament. Obviously, they read from the biblical sense and they incorporate. Um, Do they now? Yeah, well, hence Testament. Oh. And. Huh, there it is. So they preach from the gospel, and but they put it in a heavy metal form, like more toxic and um, melodic or whatever, whatever they do. So, not, it's, 
I'm not a fan of Testament. No offense, uh, no offense to anybody else's. No, it's so, okay. You're driving. That's all right. So now what's going to happen is I'm going to get into some really cool stuff. Uh, you know, Skid Row, uh, you know, their album, Skid Row, came out in 1989. Basically, Youth Gone Wild and the other stuff. And, you know, that was just a do-do-do-do-do-do. You know, that was pretty cool stuff. But if anybody knows uh, Henry Rollins, the Rollins band, very cool stuff. Henry Rollins is... I'm, I'm, I'll go back a little bit because everybody knows who the front man was for. You know, no, you're driving with the uh, you know Henry Rollins. All right, so you got Skid Row, you got Henry Rollins band, very cool. And then I'm gonna lead right into this, and I'm gonna I'm I'm pretty sure it's gonna be my number six. Which Holy is, Diver? Uh, nope. Ying, oh. Ying V. Malmsting. That guy was phenomenal guitar player. Really played for everybody. Um, opus Opus One, Opus Four. Uh, some of his stuff that um, you get any hold of, uh, Ying Wing, uh, Ying V Melmsting, was uh, great stuff. That was like 1989 when he got into that stuff. Um, you know, all those guitar players came out and everybody wanted to be a rock star, but you know, it was the end of the rock star in I want to be a rock star. It was the end of the rock star in 1989. Can I be a rock star? You still can. You okay. still got time. Yeah. So anyway. Um, Here's another one. Uh, 1989. Guess what album came out in 1989? One of the best albums. Till Tuesday? Album. <laughs> no. <laughs> I said rock album. Oh, you know. Whoops. Right. Up. Yeah, you got Viper, you got Tormentor, uh, and uh, here's one of them. You got Dark Angel, Deliverance, uh, Force Entry, Frontline Assembly. Uh, but guess what album came out? MC. Motley, I give up. I, Motley, I, I Motley, Motley Crue, Dr. Feelgood, came out in 1989. 89? Okay. What a great album. Every, they, they, you know, Motley Crue was already on the map with, uh, you know, uh, Livewire, Shout the Devil, all the rest of them. So anyway, so Motley Crue's on there for 1989, best rock albums. Uh, Mr. Bungle, coincidentally. Mr. Bungle. Mr. Bungle. Not as um popular as anybody would want to listen to or whatever but there are some great covers that uh mike does uh lead singer uh does on some other stuff and uh you know if you can check out one song that mr bungle or uh faith no more and all those guys did you know lead singer check out a song um that they did a cover of with uh mike and uh it's called Lowrider. So really, yeah, very cool. Okay, yeah. So you know, so you got Deliverance, uh, Frontline, uh, you know, Dangerous Toys, uh, Lays Rocket, Crow Mags, uh, the Melvins. Now here's one that I wanted to get into, uh, which is I'll just put them at the number four, which is the DRI, which are the Dirty Rotten Imbeciles. Now, there's a story, and I went and seen these guys live, Dirty Rotten Imbeciles. Uh, they came on with an EP cassette that was called Think For Yourself. And that was one of their songs. It was called Think For Yourself. Think for yourself. If you don't, no one else you know, will. You know. But, uh, yeah, they got into it. So here's a story that I know about Dirty Rotten Imbeciles. They were on a plane, you know, and uh, coming across London and going over 
to the United States. But they were on a plane with the Queen of England. This is a true story. Dirty, dirty, rotten souls were on a plane with the Queen of England. They were on a plane. The Queen of England was so disgusted with the dirty, rotten imbeciles that she demanded that the plane landed um, and let these guys off because they were just dirty, rotten imbeciles. Right, right, yeah. They were not going to represent England in any way, form uh, of the going into the U.S. And they had to get the dirty, rotten imbeciles, DRI, you know, I, I could play the song for you. It's DRI? Called, it, yeah, DRI. You want to dig it up? You can dig it up. But it's called Think no, for I'm Yourself. Driving. I have the EP. It's very cool. I've seen these guys live in concert. I love these guys. Dirty, rotten imbeciles. And they stand for what they mean. Dirty, rotten imbeciles. That's what they are. They're dirty, rotten imbeciles. Well, sure. All right. So I'm going to put those guys at number four. DRI, dirty, rotten imbeciles. It's called Thrash Zone. So those guys are pretty good. Now, you guys can't forget the Melvins. Um, well, Cloven, you could never forget the Melvins. Right. Cloven, Holy moly. Clovenhoof, Lizzie Borden, Alice Cooper, uh, MOD. Uh, I'm going to go with Sacred Warrior, Carnage, uh, St. Vitus, Doro, Morid, Death Angel, Suicidal Tendencies. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna touch number three on Suicidal because I love Suicidal. Um, some of the greatest stuff that I got. Now, what a lot of people don't know is that the bass player for suicide, bass player for suicidal tendencies, is now the bass player uh, for Metallica. Anybody knows that the uh, bass player for suicidal tendencies is now the bass player for Metallica. So there you go. I understand. Then you got yeah. So then you got Devastation, uh, Isengard, White Zombie. There you go. White Zombie, great band. Seen those guys at uh, Harpo's down in Detroit with his brother's band, uh, uh, Power Man 5000. I already told you a story about the guy stage, stage, or stage diving and blew out his fucking face because nobody caught him. Power Man 5000, uh, White Zombie, you know, good stuff. Accuser, Dead Horse, Onslaught. Now Soundgarden, which is one of my favorite bands, which this way named, this one came out in 1989. Louder Than Love, which is my favorite album. Um, the Trees, you know, the whole thing. And then Anthrax. Great band. Number three. I'll just put them there. So there you go. Wolfbane, uh, Dismember, Mr. Big. Mr. Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Mr. Mr. Big. Who was the bass player for Mr. Big? Mr. Big. Billy That's Sheenan. Mine. Billy Sheenan, Mr. Big, bass player. That guy. L7, Great White. Bloodfest, Cannibal Corpse, Black Sabbath. And this was the big one that I've seen on the website that I went to um, with the 89 trivia because um, my girlfriend was giving me the uh, songs from 1989 and I had to name the albums. And uh, this is one of the ones that I've uh, I nailed, which was called the uh, Headless Cross from Black Sabbath, which is a great album. By the way, so number eleven, I'm gonna put black. I'm gonna put Black Sabbath at number three for the best album of 1989. Number three. So then you have uh, Dark Trans. I'm just gonna say, here's some of the best. Here's some of the other albums that came out: uh, Vanilla Ice, uh, Hooked, uh, Reflections of a Dying World, Cynic. 
Stradivorous, uh, Dark Tranquility, uh, Sodom, and uh, Nijin Itsu. Guanala. Yeah. So some of those are some of those albums that came out uh, 1989. Another album that is not on my list, and this is the bonus track number eleven. Okay. That came out was Wasp. Wasp. The yeah. Headless Children. Oh yeah. Which was, by the way, uh, trivia. Me and Gina sat up for a couple hours, and we deep dived into Wasp. All right. I guess we'll jump on the joke of the week. Time to go there, apparently. Um, yeah, brought to you by Hightower Meats, so we'll get back to that because it's been a couple days. So make sure you remember Hightower Meats for uh, for their, all your meat needs. Get a hold of uh, Sean at 810-434-6188. But uh, he brings you the joke of the week, so... This is, uh, I don't even know if it has a title, but uh, by the way, three ladies all have separate boyfriends named Leroy. One evening, while sharing a few drinks at the bar, never happens in a bar, one of the ladies suggests, let's name our Leroy's after a soda pop, because I'm tired of getting my Leroy mixed up with your Leroy, and her Leroy mixed up with my Leroy. So the other two ladies agree. The first lady speaks out and says, okay, then I'm going to name my Leroy 7-Up because he has 7 inches and it's always up. The other two ladies agree. The three ladies yuck it up at the first lady's clever nickname. Then the second lady says, I'm going to name my Leroy Mountain Dew because he can mount me and do me any day of the week. Again, the three ladies laugh out loud. <laughs> the third lady says, I'm going to name my Leroy Amaretto. The, the other two ladies shout in unison, Amaretto, ain't that some kind of fancy liquor? The third lady bursts out, yeah, you got that right. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> got a fancy liquor. Fancy liquor. Everybody, Thank you, 1989. Everybody needs a fancy liquor. Thank you, 1989. Hi, yi, yi. Hi, yi, yi. Just on our Saturday. You'll have that. You'll have that. Thank you, my friend, for showing up again. Thank you, my listeners, all of you, for coming up and seeing me and the preacher man. Shut the front door and leave the back door open. Amen. Thank you for stopping by. We appreciate it. Thank you for all new Twitter followers. Thank you for all new Facebook followers. It Thanks for listening growing. to the yeah, 7 yeah. 7. Thanks for listening to yeah, the top just 11. Keeps, keeps growing. Keeps growing. Thanks we for appreciate everything. you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that's the best we got. 
It's not the best we got. Well, it's not the best we got. No, but, but, but it's what we got. It's what we got. And, and we got to thank and it them was the for best of what we got at the showing time up, that we got, and sticking around. That's the way we're rolling. Hanging out, grabbing yeah. on. It's called forward. Two Guys and a Bottle Love. It is, too. So, it is you too. know, you know what you need to do? As soon as you know that the new, the next episode is coming out, grab yourself a bottle of whatever you're drinking and sit back and listen to us. Good man, for you. For a couple hours, man. It's not that bad. It's all fun and games, man. <laughs> We're just having some fun. You can argue with us. We we can't hear you, but you can argue with us. You know, or, you could. Or, or they whatever. Could argue. You know, you could. You know, send us some things, some morbid thoughts. You know what? More we should make them right or now. Just go right now. And just right now. We can make them. Send. Yeah. We we should give our best listeners right now the opportunity. Send us. Send us A your VIP best pass no, to Metallica. No. Send us your best arguments, and we will get you on episode sixty. And we could. And you can come we right will. live to the studio. We'll come right live. And we will masturbate with you all night long. Yeah. Or debate with you. Yeah. All that. All right. that. Right. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, give us we're your not, best, we're not that weird, but your best like, arguments, you know, your best, uh, you your know. best uh, punch and pull, and <laughs> yeah, you know, come on, come yeah. on, get on, yeah, get yeah. on show sixty. We're, yeah, go. We will have you go. on there. Give it. Let's go. Give as good as you get. Amen. Bring it. So anyway, well, in the meantime, you know what? It's 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 half fun. It's half political. It's half this. It's half this. You know what I mean? But it's real. That's the whole thing. We don't have we we can talk about anything else you want and just bring it, man, and just bring it. We just have some fun, you know. Sit in the studio. It's a vibe, man. It's a thing. It's real. It's happening. It is its own entity in its own purest form. Um, either way you look at it, you know, you know what? Who doesn't want to get on a mic sometimes? All right. We are out.